Welcome to another edition of the broadcast, and I'm Vicky Barcelona, and with me, as always, is Ooh Sarah. Oh, hey, Sarah. Yeah. How can people get a hold of us? Well, we have an Instagram. It's the broadcast 999. You can call or text us at 253-778-6029. Or you can email us at the broadcast 999 at gmail.com. So full disclosure. Yes. Last week, we did record two podcasts. We did. We only put up one because when I was handing the phone to Sarah, the phone dropped on the board and I didn't pick up that that we pushed a button and you couldn't hear Sarah. Yes, I was very faint. You yeah, could you barely s- hear me. Yeah, you sounded like you were across the room. Yeah. <laughs> With no mic. So failure on our part. Yes. Sorry. And I was not paying attention so. until the very end. So just like, you know what? I'm not doing this again. I'm out. I'm over it. It's a short week. But we are here right now and <sighs> ready. And hopefully you can hear me. Yes, I'm caffeinated today. Good. Oh, man. It's, it, it's, it's weird when it's a short week. I've been thrown off. I don't know if, if you've been thrown off at oh, all. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, like, for sure. I keep thinking today's Tuesday, so it's a nice surprise when I'm like, it's Wednesday. Right? Yeah, it's hump day. <sighs> but I kind of, I cannot wait until like the next like long weekend, which probably when? 4th of July, because oh, 4th of July yeah. is on a Saturday this year. Oh, and, yeah. And so companies give you the Friday off. That's really nice. Hopefully your company does that. Yeah, hopefully you guys have the 4th of July off. Because I did not know that companies did that until we got the company day off is the 3rd. And I'm like, but it's the 4th of July. Well, like Memorial Day or there's so my dad, he works a really weird schedule. He works Sunday through Wednesdays. Okay. But he works longer days. So he has Thursday, Friday, Saturdays off. Oh, that's awesome. And... So on whenever there is a holiday, like on a Friday, which I think Christmas is on a Friday or Saturday this year, and so is New Year's. So he's basically just only, the way he worked it out, he's only requesting three days off, which is going to give him two weeks off. Damn. Because of the holiday, oh, right. the way it kind of bumps over and stuff, it just all worked out where he's only having to use three days. That's awesome. So, I mean, if, if it works in your benefit. But then on those odd years, then it kind of messes everything up. Yeah. Um. But uh, we figured since we kind of messed up, <laughs> we're going to redo what we had talked about. And hopefully it is just as magical. But if it's not, then you won't know. I'll just pretend I haven't heard it before. Okay. Yeah. I'll be surprised. Yeah. <laughs> you won't know if it's not magical. <laughs> I won't know either. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Sarah. You're welcome. I got you. Um, so it was this Ask Reddit thread, and it was basically saying, are asking people who are over 40 years old and happy with their lives, what are advice to people in their 20s? Oh, yes, 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 yes. See, I forgot already, really. (laughs) I mean, Sarah's uh, still in her 20s. I'm 30. Uh I'm almost 31. Almost. But it'll be good because I think uh, these, I love these kind of things because it helps me get out of my mind Mm -hmm. and hopefully I will learn and actually take them into my real life now. Yeah, because, I mean, I feel like when you're a teenager in your early 20s, when people tell you, like, this is the way it is, you don't listen. Mm. Nobody ever listens. No, no. It's some some things I think we need to discover for ourselves, whether it's heartbreak or, like, well, financial stupidity. Life paths. I mean, for me, like, if, if a 30-year-old had told me when I was 18, you won't even know what the hell you're doing when you're 30, I would not believe them. I'd be like, no, that's you. I'm going to have my life together. I'm going like, to be... I'm going to be married with babies. Exactly. I'm going to have a career, la, la, la. But like now I'm almost 30. I'm like, oh, oh they were right. I don't know. <laughs> I know. Everything for me had flip-flopped. Like I think 
I'm surprised I have purchased a house, especially alone, like without a significant other or something. Yeah. Like I very much not where I thought I would be. And that is not a bad thing. Yeah. It's just different. Yeah. A lot less babies. <laughs> <laughs> no babies. Like three or four babies, you know. Less than what you yeah. thought. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted a bunch when I was younger. Gosh. God, what was I thinking? Uh, thank God I had no babies so far. Yet. Um, so this person who goes by Noise Barn says, I'm 40 and this is my input. And they give like 10 tips or 10. That they would give to 20 year olds. 20 year olds. Okay. So number one is everyone is focused on themselves to care too much about their opinion of you. So F what they think. Oh. I think everyone in their 20s, they worry like the way they dress, everything they have to do is to impress other people because everyone is watching and scrutinizing so, so much. Yeah. Nobody cares. Everyone's too busy worrying about everyone else judging them to worry about judging See, you. See, I, I kind of disagree with that. Why is that? Because I, whether I want to admit it or not, or whether I think people like to admit it or not, people judge everyone. Like, if you're out at the supermarket, something someone's wearing something crazy. Damn, that person's wearing that crazy jacket. That's so bad. Like, and, I'm technically judging you, like, to where and, I feel like that's why we have that. Like, oh, maybe I shouldn't wear it because it is crazy, you know? Well, I think it's, I mean, I think that's kind of one of those natural things that humans do. But I think on this one, it's more or less people thinking that, you are under the microscope. People are watching your every single move, mm-hmm. whether it's on social media, at work, or whatever it is, like your friends. So you feel like every little thing you do is being judged when it's like maybe just your outfit or, you know, your potato salad or whatever it is. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah it's, yeah. it's not as much as you think it is. Or I think it should, if you are being judged, you just shouldn't care. Yeah, and that's like so e- so much easier said than done for people. Oh, for sure. But it's it's if you think about it, it's like, well, does your opinion pay my bills? Does it give me food, like shelter? Does it do anything for me? No, then f off. Exactly, exactly, and that's what hopefully you'll get to to where it doesn't matter. Right. So that's that's I really liked. I I saw somebody post that it's like if someone's giving me an opinion, it's like you're not paying my bills, so you have no say in my life. Boom. I mean, that. yeah, that's true. And that made me feel better. So that's kind of like my mentality. So I can remember. I'm like, it doesn't matter. See, I try to think when I judge someone, I'm like, wow, I would not be doing that in public. Good for them for having the balls for doing it in that's, public. That's exactly it. But still, like, maybe they shouldn't be doing that in public. <laughs> like, I think it's, it's about throwing in a positive. So I used to be friends with a very toxic person okay. in the sense of she was very negative. Everything, you know, had to be negative, had to put everybody down, like not necessarily to their face. Um, and I'm just, I didn't realize this until I hung out with a friend who was the complete opposite of her. Oh. So, like, we were, like, she being negative, we saw a girl who's doing, like, the rockabilly look, and she looked cute. And instead, you know, I think she was uh, threatened by her because she was much cuter. <laughs> I'm going <gotta laughs> to say it. say it bluntly. Yeah, well, I could have said it. Yeah. Uh, way blunter, but... She she just started criticizing any little thing like oh her makeup blending skills are not great like oh my god what? like how oh could she leave the house that way like <laughs> stuff like that everyone would be criticizing my makeup blending skills <laughs> right but then when I went out with my friend um, I'll give her a shout out Melissa um, not the one that used to be on this podcast another friend of mine what up Melissa uh, she we were at an IHOP I think it was Mother's Day because she didn't have her husband in town or something that week so she was gonna be alone for Mother's Day I thought I'd take her to breakfast before I hung out with my mom. Um, and this woman came in and she was very, wearing a very eccentric outfit. You can tell she just came from church and it looked like a suit jacket. It was a white suit jacket, but then like a suit skirt, but the skirt itself was floor length. 
It oh. had a slip down, slid down the side. So it was a little weird. And then okay. she had almost like a prom or like wedding type hairdo. Oh, like huge? Yeah, it was huge with like, it almost looked kind of like flowers in there and stuff. So it was a little... She went all out if she just went to church. Right. It just felt a little weird. Yeah. And at first I thought she turned over and looked at her and was looking at her. And I thought she was going to trash on her and be like, oh, what is she wearing? Oh, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, oh my God, you look at her. She looks amazing. And even though it's not something that I would wear or even my friend would wear, but just how she presented herself and how she, you can tell, like, she put effort into her makeup and in her hair. Yeah. That she really wanted to look this way and you can tell she achieved it. And just to be able to look at somebody that may, something or somebody that may not be what I like, but still appreciate it for what it is. Mm -hmm. I think that's a nicer way to not have negativity in your heart. Yeah, but I also think you can give your opinion. Like, right, no. dang, she, she's, that's interesting. Not my thing, but, you know, good for her for rocking it. Well, there's a difference between opinion and then whether you're saying it out loud or not. Mm -hmm. Full on hating on somebody or something um, based on your own insecurities. And I think that's what's Or unhealthy. you can just not like it. Well, like, I'm, like I whether... knew a lot of mine came from my own insecurities. Oh, okay. And it sounds like your friend, that was her insecurities, mm -hmm. like someone who dresses or looks like her, but she's going to point out the flaws to make herself right. feel better. Right. But I think you can not like something just because you don't like it and be... Well, that, that's completely... Like, I really don't like your outfit. Like, good for you for liking it. If you want to wear it, whatever, but it's not my style. I don't... Right. And, like that's, it at and all. there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. But, like I had to sit back and think, wow, everything we think about, everything we talk about is negative. And my head automatically goes to negative. And it took a few people on online. It took a few things for me to realize, including my friend Melissa, that I was just being a jerk. And by flooding my head with this negativity, I made that the norm. And I wasn't oh, really getting out of it. Yeah. So, for example, if I saw like a really hot chick in a skirt, short skirt or like a whatever, and it's like, oh, my God, she needs to put clothes on. Oh, my God, she needs to eat a sandwich. It's like, well, no, like maybe she works out and actually loves working out. And this is what she wanted to look like. Like, like this, Instead of pointing out something negative or making it a negative thing, I, I have a weird little thing I do in my head, my little therapy thing. Instead of putting someone down, even if it's in my own head, I have to compliment them. Because I'm like, no, you're just upset that maybe you're not at your goal weight or that you couldn't wear what she's wearing. Yeah. yeah or yeah. whatever it is. See, that's weird because for people, I think I'm kind of the opposite as your friend, is for people who have very similar characteristics as mm -hmm. me, I'm automatically like, they inspire me in a way. Yeah, you're drawn to them. I'm drawn to them. You're like, not threatened. No, I'm like, oh, damn, she's hella fine. Wow, okay. I need to eat some more kale or like I need to do some more crunches because I'm trying to fit. You know what? Like right. I'm more like inspired and that's i think a positive yeah um which like that's why i like recently this person reached out like hey i would like to be like let's get together again and i told her look i can't i just it's did you tell her that she, she's negative all the time like she could use that kind of feedback maybe in her entire existence i told her that uh our our friendship was toxic and that it wasn't Ooh, good you for said my it was toxic i believe i did because this is a while ago and i said it's not good for my mental health Oh, dang. And she better do some self-reflection on that. Right. It's like there's a reason I don't want to be your friend. And it's like it's I led I it's I'm not saying, oh, everything negative that I ever thought was her fault. But I realized, you know, I don't want to be that way. And why would I want somebody else to be that way? Yeah, so totally. That's a very long way of just saying try finding the positives in it. You're allowed to not like something, but don't hate something because you have some hate inward, you know? Yeah. 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 Don't hate it because it's your own issue. Mm hmm. Hate it because you actually just don't like it. Right. <laughs> it's like yellow flip flops with a white 
pearly dress. I don't know. (laughs) You would not like that. I probably really like it. Oh, I do not like white dresses. I've worn one. Like, it was an opposite uh, bachelorette party because the the bride-to-be was really goth, so she wore a black dress and all of us wore white dresses. Oh, I love that idea. And then all of us were like, congratulate, like everyone around the streets were congratulating the rest of us except her, even though she had a big sash. It would get confusing. Yeah, Yeah. wearing white is terrible for me, too, because you and I are clumsy. Mm Mm-hmm. I ended up dying that dress. <laughs> Smart. Uh, number two says social media is only an illusion. Ugh, ain't that the truth? How well. how many times have you gone online and you've seen somebody post like, "Oh, I love my significant other," or "My job is amazing," or "This is awesome," and blah blah blah, and then you know deep down, either because you know them in person or whatever. I don't think that's true. God, so many times, so <sighs> many, or like you. I have a really good friend who's just totally different on social media. And it's like, that is not who you are. Mm-hmm. Like you practice or you preach all this stuff on social media, but then you're totally opposite. I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah, it's it it confuses my mind and it actually makes me really mad. But yeah. I'm like, it's just social media, like whatever. But then it's also like, who who are you? Like, I don't even know. Like, yeah. Huh. I, I used to like definitely post more, do the more selfie things. And every now and then it's like, oh, I should probably post a selfie. And I realized I haven't taken one in like a month. Um, <laughs> See, I'm but, all about the pictures and selfies. and But like, right. I'm like, be real about it. Right, exactly. Like, I feel like I was like, not really. Yeah, if you're, I mean, if that's not your thing, that's not your thing. But I feel like I've also grown out of it. Like, I used to, I think it used to be my thing. And it's just like, I don't, who, does anybody really care? Like, I do. Like some stuff. Like, I mean, I'll post fun, like, I actually memes do. See, I like, I'm way selfies. more of pictures of people than right. memes or like, like, wilderness. The thing that I hate is that, like, when you go through, like, let's say you go to someone's album, you look at all the events they've gone to, you can't tell what event they're at because it's the same freaking picture, same pose every single time. You don't see a picture of the event. Nobody takes a pictures of what they're actually doing. They're like, hey, I'm at the museum. It's like, I can't tell. It looks like you're in a bathroom. Like, see, I would, yeah, but you see, you read the caption and you're like, oh, they're at the museum. Okay. I'm like, okay. Cool. Like, I would rather see pictures of my friends and my family than I could just Google the museum or Google, like, the gorge or, you know. Right, well, but I get kind of having a like, mixture. But. Right, exactly, a mix of it. Because otherwise, like, I realized there was a time where all my pictures looked the same. I'm like, I didn't even take a picture of the band and it's just a picture of me that's all blurry because it's dark in the concert. You know, it's. See, I like those pictures. I don't. I do. They, they're, they're kind of. But you're, you're, you've kind of, you're out of it. You're out yeah. of the hole. And also, I'm more artsy. Like, I'm like, really? That's the best you're picture I can take. You can't take a nicer picture. Picky's get more a, edgy. get a ring light or something. Yeah. <laughs> Bring a selfie stick. Gosh. But even like down to what, how people look and the makeup and everything, like on in their pictures, like it's, it's not real. Yeah. Except when some people are at like parties or are like on the beach on vacation. I am very jealous because those are kind of real. Like when I went to Mexico last year, like all my pictures and like me being in like a pool party with the foam and bubbles everywhere. Like that was all real. And if that was someone else, I would be jealous of them. It's like it's some I mean, I'm guessing your friends are. But even like when you follow these influencers and stuff. Sometimes that in itself isn't real. See, I don't follow a lot of. I don't no. follow a lot of. Influ- I don't but think some, I follow any of influence. I mean, unless they're like kind of celebrities. Well, that's what some celebrities. Like Tyra Banks, what's up? Like Kim Kardashian's technically a social media. Yeah, influencer. I don't. I don't follow her. But uh, but the example being that like I had read there was this couple that just 
if you just read their mains, like the short version of their story, they quit their job and they're touring the world. And they, you, t- you see these pictures of them doing yoga on the beach and you see them like drinking mimosas and all these things. But the thing that you don't realize and that they, they later explain, it's like what you don't see between these pictures is us having to work wherever we're at. So if they're in let's say Spain, they're working at a restaurant washing dishes for hours so they can oh, make money to go to their next place. I see. So they didn't go with any money, which was kind of a dumb idea. But if like, I mean, hey, more power to them. But we're it, it's it, there's this quote I read that I really love. It says, don't compare yourself. You're behind the scenes with someone else's highlight reel. Mm. And I think that's what they mean by the uh, yeah that social media is an illusion. We compare ourselves to these amazing moments in life, and we think they never have any problems. They're always posting pictures on the beach or hiking or eating good food. That they must have no problems at all. Why can't my life be like that? When that's not like some of those moments could be real, but there's also you know oh yeah bad days. There's We're all fights. humans. Yeah, we all have feelings and stuff. But I will say some of those influencers like. I watch Too Hot to Handle on Netflix. If you want a trash reality show, one of the guys asked the girl who this girl is like one of the most prettiest people I've ever seen in my life. Her name is Francesca. But he was like, what do you do for a living? And she's like, Instagram. Yeah. Like she has so many followers. And I think she said she got paid like thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars a month for being an influencer. And I'm like, whoop, girl. Get your money. I mean, hell Goals. yeah. Actually, that would be awesome. Dude, right? Although I did see a funny meme where it was a girl working out and the coaches or the uh, personal trainer is saying like, come on, you got to do those crunches if you want to, if you're jo- if you want a job in Instagram. Yeah. If you want to be an influencer. <laughs> I mean, it's true. Um, number three on the list is uh, zero debt is an amazing feeling. So think twice before dropping that down payment on that fully loaded 2020 dream mobile that offers nothing but looks and depreciates value quickly looks and sometimes you get those ladies just kidding well actually not really a lot of girls like like fancy cars i mean i'm not i don't really know too many girls that like fancy cars but the ones that i do that like fancy cars are typically like girls who like actually working on cars oh and like their version of fancy is different it's not a lamborghini it's a a muscle car with a fully loaded engine and other terminology that i don't know i definitely feel like the money thing is you just you just got to get older. I think mm-hmm. you just have to like age to appreciate money more. Right. And I mean, it, it's hard. Like if you come from nothing and then you finally get money for the first time ever. Yeah. It is a very hard thing to hold on to or save or, or grasp or anything. You're like, OK, well, you know, I got money. I'm going to spend it. I've never had money before. Um, that being said, though, I mean, buy yourself a cool car like that. That's going to work for you. That's going to be, you know, functional. Yeah, that's going to last a while, hopefully. Because yeah, it's also an investment, even though it does depreciate pretty quickly. But buy a used nice car. <laughs> I would like a... I, I don't know. I've had guys who are like, yeah, check out my nice ride. It's like, cool. Yeah, but I, you and I don't care no, about that yeah. kind of thing. So it's a like, lot of bitches do. I mean, I think... And also, it's like a status thing, too. Yeah, I think it also depends on where you're from. Because here in the Pacific Northwest, I don't know too many no people. No one cares, yeah. It's all yeah. about the Priuses. It's like, ooh, yeah. nice Birkenstocks that are $150 <laughs> for no reason. Ugh, or Uggs. <laughs> Actually, I, I mean, Uggs, I get them all. They're expensive. They are expensive. My parents have gifted me some, but those are for like Christmas and they get it from the outlet store. See, I'm like, dude, you can get the same looking boot for like 20 bucks. Although I... Holler, I have a pair. I, I, I've had that pair, that brand, and my Uggs have lasted me like twice as long. Dude, mine are like almost 10 years old. My off-brand ones. I also must walk funny. <laughs> maybe. Because I wear them out. Like, my other ones would last me maybe a year. And then really? my Uggs have lasted me, like, two years. 
Oh, no. Mine are, I got them when I was 19. Shout out to my ex-boyfriend for getting them for me. Thanks. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> uh, number four is falling out of love is perhaps more powerful than falling in love. Oh, and, and it, so much harder. Yeah, it's harder. And it, I feel like it teaches you lessons that you need to learn. Yeah, of like what not you want. Like my ex-boyfriend. Shout out. Right. Again. <laughs> Sorry, don't want you. But yes. it's it's. It's very much a learning experience. And I think it's awesome when people marry their high school sweethearts. I think that's super sweet. Oh, my God. That's what I wanted. I mean, not knowing my high school sweetheart. But, like, that's that used to be when I was growing up. I was like, I'm going to date someone in high school and we're going to get married. And, we're, you know, like like, I thought I was going to get married to my high school sweetheart when I was 15. We we started dating. And see, I never actually thought I was going to marry him when I started dating him. But, like, when I was, like, 10, that was my dream. funny. Oh, yeah. I never really know. I never really had a dream of where I was going to meet my guy. I just really wanted one. Like, it's so weird to think that like a lot of like high school sweethearts have never had heartbreak. Yeah. That's so crazy and probably I mean unless they don't stay together mm. but probably won't. Right. And that's one of the things that I had to explain to a guy that I used to date was that he was like 11 years older than I am. And so Damn. he was in a relationship for like almost 20 years since like basically high school. Him and his uh, ex-wife broke up. You know, she oh. ended up cheating on him. So, and we had been friends for years prior, nothing ever, you know, we were just very cool. Um, and we decided, like, well, let's start something up just for funsies. He was and, trying to get well, get out of that friend zone. Well, I was trying ah, to get out of it, too. I know. It was, it was fun. Um, but then when we broke it off, he, like, the thing that pissed me off and made me not want to talk to him was that, and, like, I'm cool with him now. I'm like, I, you know, because he got... <sighs> a very long complicated story for another occasion (laughs) that whole process because it's like i'm not mad at him i don't blame him for the breakup because i broke it up um but he when like he would try to say like very inspiring things to me but it came off condescending okay you're just you're young you'll understand later and it's like okay hold up you've been with the same people say that yeah you've been with the same person for like 19 years I've experienced more heartbreak and more breakups than you have in your life. Yeah, but you're still young. But I'm still young. It's like I've ex- I've gone through this before. Yeah, but he's like a 40-something-year-old man, and he's still looking at you as 11 years younger, yeah. and you are still young to, yeah. in his eyes. And it's just like, okay. Don't. And he's like, you'll find somebody someday. I'm like, can you F off? Wow, Vicky still sounds a little bit bitter about this no, breakup. I, I, I'm bitter when anybody says that to <laughs> me. When a little. I've had, I've had like uh, family members like, oh, you'll find him one day. And it's like, nobody asked you. Yeah. It's like, calm down. Like, okay. Like, sure. Okay. That, that, that'll be nice. But aren't you proud of all the other stuff I've accomplished? No? No? Okay. No. That's just chopped liver? Okay. Gotcha. Some families, yeah. Yeah. Some families, the women are just the baby makers. Yeah. Very old school thinking, but. It's like, okay, thanks. Thanks, auntie. Um, (laughs) Thanks, grandma. (laughs) uh, Number five is use up all your vacation time and your sick time at work. Yes. Especially when you're young. You definitely, you need to enjoy, even if it's just like a staycation where you just go to like a, you know, swimming hole for like multiple days in a row. Just See, I say especially too when you're old and you have a family and your kids are growing up and you don't want to miss them growing up or your family vacations or any of that. Well, like I remember, so my dad, when we moved back from North Carolina when I was about five-ish, five, six years old, he worked full-time. He worked as a manager at a restaurant and then he also worked part-time at what is now Comcast. Mm-hmm. Um, and we would never see him. And so mm-hmm. I would get frustrated because like, I based a lot of my life around TV. Like, yeah. 
uh, especially like, and I, I jokingly say I kind of learned English by watching TV as a kid because uh, my parents only spoke Spanish to me. And so I always see these scenes where like they would get ready for school, they would eat breakfast together, and then like the dad and mom would go to work, the kids would go to school. And my mom worked really, really early in the morning, like she would leave the house around 3 a.m. So I'd never see my mom in the morning. And then my dad, you know, we'd maybe see him for a little bit, but then he'd be off to work. Yeah. And you wouldn't see him again. Yeah. Until like late at night if we were lucky or sometimes if he could, he'd like escape during the restaurant job, come home for lunch or dinner, like at four and then come back for the dinner rush. Yeah. Um, So I got really upset once and I said, we're not like a real family. We don't even eat breakfast together. Ooh. And uh, my oh. dad told me years later that he's like, by you saying that, that really clicked something in me. And maybe I, I couldn't give you the like all the things that you guys wanted or deserved. Because when we were little, little, and he was making a ton of money, he's like, oh, I'm going to buy you. You're, you're three months old. I'm going to buy you this $60 jacket yeah. that you're going to grow out of in two weeks. Right. Like, he would just spend money just like this and that. And he's like, I couldn't give you all these things that I wanted to give you, but I, I gave you my time. I was there to coach your, your soccer teams, and I was there for all the events like and everything. Like, after you said that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, I, if any parents are listening, I would rather have – I'm glad I grew up with not as much money – but having my dad around. Yeah. Well, and I feel like we don't, when we were growing up, we don't understand mm-hmm. why. We don't right. really get the whole money thing. We don't get like, oh, you have bills for everything and you're paying for mm-hmm. two kids now. And like, wh- no, just where the hell are you? Right. Like, I want attention. Right. And your kid won't understand that until they're grown up. Right. We're it's, like, oh. But it's also like, let's say your goal is to make a bunch of money so you can have a bunch of money one day and not worry about anything. But then your kids are going to be teenagers or adults, and they're going to have spent their whole childhood without you. And, and they're then, probably not going to like you very much yeah. because of that. And, and like, in their teenage years are awful. You don't want to be around them anyways during that time. They don't want to be around you. So you might as well be with them during the, the cute years where they still love you. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, when they're a little easier. Yeah. And then you can work during their teenage years because they don't want to see you anyway. Right. <laughs> and they'll probably want more money. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> uh, number six is don't lose sight of the hobbies you enjoyed as a child. Oh, what were your hobbies as a child? Oh, well, I thought I was going to be a dancer. So dancing, not exotic dancer, sure. right? You know, I said child, <laughs> not a teenager. Maybe when I was like 12, I was okay. like, I think I was like, a, I think I was a go-go dancer when I was like 12 or 13 for Halloween. So it's always really been in me. It's like, uh, no, but it's. It's a <laughs> dancer with very little clothing on. Fair. <laughs> so it's an exotic dancer in a way. But yeah, dancing for sure. I tried a lot of different hobbies, but that's like the only one that really stuck. Yeah, for me, I kind of, this year was going to be my year where I started playing soccer again. But Bitch, you've been saying that for like five years. Well, like this was like, I remember I was trying to sign up and everything. Oh, with Ted. Yes. The uh, Ted Smith. Um, but then things got canceled. But everything yes. got canceled. Um, but I still love comic books. I still love watching movies and building, f- like, you know, blanket forts. And Yeah. <laughs> Do you ever play soccer with, like, your family? Because they play kind of, don't they? My dad does. He hurt himself when I was, like, 12. He pulled his Achilles tendon. Oh. Ow. And he had to get surgery. He was out for, like, seven months. Dude, that's an injury that I, like, fear. Oh, yeah, it is awful. He said it sounded like... Oh, my gosh. Like, you know when you take a belt and you snap it? Yeah. That's what it sounded like. Yeah, so he... Yeah, that that bitch hurt. (laughs) Has it worked? It's been, like... It's been many years. Yeah. But sometimes he'll feel pain again, like... 
and he'll he'll stop what he's doing because the way nervous. he the way he hurt himself was he was playing soccer, but it wasn't like he was doing something crazy. He literally just started moving, like to run. He's like, yeah, I'm gonna step to start. I hear my that's running. what it is. It's mm-hmm. just something so random, right? Like it could have happened while he was at the grocery store. Yeah, like same thing. Um, so yeah, not we, really. No, not playing in the backyard. No, and then my brother because he's Mister Fitness. He uh, he just smokes us. Like I'm better at the skill portion, and he's better at the running portion. So he just ends up taking the ball away from me. And I could get rid. I, if we, he was standing still, I can get the ball away from him. But since he can run, outrun me, just kick him in the shins. Just, yeah, that's probably a good call. Just kick him <laughs> the balls, or that. Yeah, like we're kids again. That'll keep him down <laughs> for a while. Um, family number seven is family is not necessarily necessarily blood, but instead who you would bleed for. And oh. I feel like that's true. There's a few family members that are garbage human beings. That <laughs> you have a few? Is that you? Yeah. Oh. Where yeah. it's like, oh, I I wouldn't, if I had a, a glass of warm soda and you were on fire, I would just pour the soda out. <laughs> not on you. And not on you. Like, there's a few people that, that's the level of it. But then there's Damn. other people. There's other people that, like, we are not related and I would, like, go to the ends of the earth for them. Yeah, totally. I feel like. Hopefully everyone has those friends mm-hmm. that like you just would die for and they would die for you. But I'm like, I don't really have my family is all on the East Coast. Mm-hmm. So it's really just my mom, my brother and I. Mm-hmm. And so it's kind of nice because I don't really <laughs> know my extended family except for my grandma, who's dope. What a Val. But <laughs> the rest of them, I don't know if I, I love you or I hate like I wouldn't die for you, but I wouldn't not put you out if you were on fire right. either. You're just kind of there. And that's one of one of the things that my a few of my cousins and I because I'm really close to a couple of them. Mind you, I have a lot of cousins. Yeah. Especially oh, yeah. a lot of first cousins and not to mention a lot of second and third cousins. It's a huge family. Um, but the few that I'm really close to, whenever we drink and we cheers, we always say it's like to family, but I am so glad that you are my friend as well. Oh, yeah, that's nice. Because like there's some that would I would consider like on that best friend level. Well, and you have like some near your age, so it's, yes. it's easier, yeah. Like my, my closest cousin, the one I went to, if you guys remember when I went to Georgia, like oh. she's a year younger than I am. Yeah, the one with multiple kids. Three kids. <laughs> and Vicky drove them down to Georgia. Because she's crazy. Yeah, I need a vacation. Uh, <laughs> hey, that was your choice to I do know. that. But that's exactly like what I would do out of love. And that is literally what I told her. I'm like, I would not do this for many people. Yeah. But I'm doing this because I love you and I don't want I feel want like you. you would do it for many people, though. You're like, who? Like, I mean, I, I would like do it for you. For me, yeah. I, well, I, yeah, because you're family. But, like, you're, I feel like you just have, like, a lot of people in those in your life that you would do it for. Yeah, there's a few people, though, I would, like, ah, I feel obligated to, but I will find a really good excuse not to. Really? I feel yeah. like you're just so nice. <sighs> yeah, I, I, I will do a lot of things, but there's some things where I'm just, like, uh, no. That's good. You have to have your lines somewhere. And actually, I've been doing better with therapy and stuff and like finding my lines and boundaries with people. Good. I'm just like, you know what? This is not, this is making me uncomfortable. This is just how it is. I know it sucks. But then, like, afterwards, I'm just like, oh, maybe I should take it back. Yeah. Like, I'll be strong, be strong, be strong. <laughs> You're like, no, I will do it. I will, I will, I will. Oh. It's like, oh, no, you don't have to do that. Or, yes, uh, I'll do that. Yeah. Damn nope, it, nope. No, but I have been, I've been strong. Good. You hear your therapist in the back of your mind. No. It's like, no. No, bad. Spray me with a hose. (laughs) Bad, Vicky, bad. (laughs) Uh, Number eight is there is just as much benefits of being a night owl as there is to being an early bird. Oh, I love that so much. Uh, 
I'm an early bird. I always am. And I love waking up super early. Really? Like not super early, but early for normal people. Like seven on a weekend, like oh. eight o'clock. And I'm just like, oh, my God, I have the whole day ahead of me. Oh, I am the opposite of you. Mm. I am a night freaking owl. Like, and See, and then I, I get jealous because I can't stay up late. Like, it's very hard for me to stay up late. Yeah, you're like my boyfriend and I want to punch him in his face when it's like 9 o'clock on the weekend and he wants to go to bed and I'm like, dude, screw you. It's like it's like party time right now. It's like, okay, go party. F off. Let it, me sleep. That's how it is normally. I'm yeah. Like, when life isn't quarantine style, <laughs> but because he loves to get up early. And I love that phrase because for me, like, if you sleep in, people think like, get up, like you're so lazy, like it's almost noon, no. get up. And then it's like, well, we're still going to have the same amount of hours in the freaking day. Like right. if I want, I'll freaking do my workout at 10 p.m. while you're sleeping. Like who knows? Right. Yeah. See, I never call anybody who sleeps in super late lazy by any means, especially if their schedule is shifted. Like, yeah. If you're going to bed at like midnight, like it's the same thing as if you were to go to bed at like eight. Like yeah. it's the yeah. same amount of hours you're sleeping, the same amount of... um hours in the day but if you're sleeping like 10 to 15 hours oh so glorious to like 20 hours maybe you're depressed so just be careful on that keep an eye out on that i went to <laughs> i went to sleep yesterday because we wake up so early mm-hmm. and yesterday i was exhausted and i went to bed at 6 30 p.m and then this morning i texted my boyfriend i'm like damn going to bed like that early is legit and my boyfriend goes to bed early all the time so he's mm-hmm. like i freaking told you so and i was like don't get me wrong though i'd much rather go to bed at midnight and wake up at like noon then like yeah you'd rather have a different schedule yeah 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 oh i'm such a night owl although when i don't when we don't have work going on i feel like my schedule does shift a little bit like i'll go to sleep a little later like maybe 11 or midnight and but i'm wake still up a little i'm still waking later, at like but... eight or nine well, i mean that's good you do mm-hmm. have the whole day right there are days though when i don't have stuff going on where i'll wake up at nine maybe get some cereal or like seven or eight it gets some cereal and then go back to sleep at nine and wake up at like eleven thirty noon. That sounds amazing. <laughs> just a little early snack. But I feel like it. It sucks because I'm like, well, I just wasted my day. I could have gotten up. I would have yeah. rather just stayed asleep this entire time. That's true. All right, I'm gonna try to bust through the the last couple. Uh, number nine is forgive yourself first before forgiving others. Whoa, I need to work on that yeah. one. Holy balls! It's funny how we hold ourselves to a higher standard than we hold other people in our lives. I hold the people in my lives to a really high standard, too, so that's tough. Yeah. <laughs> Especially you if hold- you're really, really close to me. Maybe don't yeah. get so close to me. No. Okay, Sarah, <laughs> then I'm not driving you and your kids across country. Girl, uh, good. Your therapist is yeah. applauding you for saying no to yes. me. <laughs> um, number 10 is do not be a doormat in submission, but hold the door open in kindness. Ooh, I th- I think I'm really good at not being a doormat. Mm-hmm. Almost too good at it. Maybe I need to be. You need to open the door. In, you need to open the door a little bit in <laughs> kindness, and I need to not be a doormat. Yeah, exactly. See, we need a little mix of each other. That's nice. That's why we. That's why we love each other. That's why we love each other. Because <laughs> you're I'm, a doormat and, and I don't you're a open bitch. the door. <laughs> <laughs> I just walk on you. It's cool. It's fine. Um, but if you guys are older. What or like it doesn't even matter how old you are. What is advice you would give to younger people? In yes. general? like twenty year olds, fifteen year olds. You know, I want to hear it because I think my advice is, you know, it it will get better. If you're in a really tough spot, like there are methods of getting better. And if it's something you know brain wise that I've discovered, like I have, it's like there are methods to get better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so don't be discouraged. No, and time helps. Time heals. Mm-hmm. You yeah. don't think it will, but it it very much does. It doesn't mean that. You won't be sad from time to time, but it will be easier. And like 
do, what what is the age where anyone actually has their ass together? Because I'm starting to believe it never actually happens. No, you, well, now you're seeing it. For example, like you, you used to look at your like kindergarten teacher or just your teachers in general, and then your parents and other adults. Like they have their crap together. They have their kids. They know what they're doing. And now that all my friends are having kids, and my cousins and other friends are teachers. Yeah, I was like, and I have a lot of friends that are teachers, and I'm like, you're a teacher. It's like you're teaching kindergartners. I've seen you get drunk, bitch. Yeah, or like I, <laughs> like I even have a friend who teaches high school. And, and I'm like, like, what? Like, it's weird. My brother was a was a uh, substitute teacher, anywhere from like elementary to high school. It's so trippy. It's weird. And I like watch TV shows and movies, and I'm like, wow, they're teachers. And I'm like, whoa, I could technically be a teacher yeah. or like a doctor. I'm like, if we would have gone, you're to school? a doctor. I'm old enough to be a doc. Whoa. I don't think... To be fair, Doogie Hauser was a doctor, too. Uh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> well, yeah. Um, and let's get real, I can never be a doctor. Could you imagine me? That'd be so crazy. I could see you being, like, one of those hippy-dippy doctors. It's like, I'm not really a doctor. I'm more of a spiritual healer. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe take some of this, some of this. Do you feel better? No? Okay. Okay, okay now we're going to do some yoga. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, but I want to hear your advice for younger people. Yes. Let us know. Uh, we'll talk to you guys later. Bye.